Okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. All right, Jason. <laughs> the time has finally come. <laughs> we are going to make a horror grading sheet today. We have both come in with uh, our ideas uh, of what we think, you know, decides what is a great horror movie. And we're just going to throw some of those out here. So, you know. Jason, why don't you tell me first some of your thoughts? So, I think uh, one of the important things is around uh, style. Okay. Okay? So, the concept around this is with any horror movie, no matter what kind of variety of spooky you're going for, if it's suspense, if it's slasher, uh, you know, supernatural, anything like that, it has to be inherently cool, right? Right. Um, the, the the just there has to be some level of style that is attributed to it, even if we're abandoning uh, practicality, um, you know, going for something completely, you know, just kind of off the wall. But if it's still like radical, you know, if it's still cool, if it's still stylish, you know, that's that's something that still sticks out for me. Um, kind of train the thought I went for this. There's a movie called Velocipaster. Okay, it is a shitty fucking movie okay. about a pastor that gets infected with the thing and then he turns into a velociraptor and kills people. It is like a low budget B movie. Conceptually, though, fucking radical. <laughs> so it, for me, that's a thing that would get some points on the board for it. It's got it's got okay. a style because it's something that's absolutely radical. It's not practical, but it's radical. Okay. And I think there's kind of like that, you know. If it's not conventionally horror, it's got to have some kind of style to make up for the horror. So, so style and like, like fucking go for it a little basically. bit, right? Like, I mean, shit. I like, would honestly put like child's play in that category, right? Where a fucking doll that's running around killing people. You know, to me, that's kind of a full send into a category where it's like we got cool shit like voodoo going on. But we're gonna put a serial killer inside of a child doll. Yeah. Um, and granted, uh, not as quite as much style, but conceptually, like that's a pretty cool, neat thing. Um, right. And then still kind of checks that box for me. So, do you think that's like? Do you think that is a grading point, or do you think that is like a like they fucking went for it, like bonus points if you know X? Right. So uh, maybe it's kind of the category for the style, right? So are we going for classic horror? Are we going for suspense? Or are we going for like the full send? So maybe it's just a category to put into under style, right? Okay. So it's like what type of horror movie are we looking at? Um, you know, does it do the classic horror style? Does it do the slasher style? Um, does it do those well? Um, and then, yeah, maybe we can just put the, the full send as just a another category under that quote-unquote style. Okay. So, all right. 
So we're deciding style, and then, like, if you go for... Okay. Uh, kind of, right. yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so I thought a, uh, an important thing was, like, you know, as far as just these sheets in general, because I want to do more of these also for different <clears throat> categories of movies. Like, just, like, what is this movie's job, right? Which I think sort of falls under that style thing also is, like, like, what is this supposed to do? Like, you know, when we talk about with comedy, right? Like, this is just supposed to make you laugh. If it made you laugh, like, it pretty much it did, did its, its job. job. Like, yep. minimally, I think, it, you know, you're at, like, five points at that point, right? Um, so, like, so I guess we define, like, all right, so what is the horror movie's job, right? Is it inherently, like, to scare, right? Because if you watch a lot of horror movies and you're just not a person that, like, gets scared, per se, right? Um you know, you're not gonna like. Well, I wasn't fucking scared. Zero. You know, yeah. um, but like, is it suspenseful? Do you not know what's going on? Is it like make you uncomfortable in any way, uh, or or should it? I guess right because again, you could just be the dick looking at you, the human goes, centipede. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Watch that movie and be comfortable. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So what is? So I guess. That's sort of thing. Like, so what do what what are we deciding? Like the job of the horror movie is like because I know we have like the subgenres of horror. I guess this got some water there. Um, we have the subgenres of horror of the you know the 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 slasher, the uh, more suspenseful, the the gore or yeah. I guess gore and slasher kind of go together, right? Um, but yeah, yeah I, so. I feel like that can be a little abstract, right? Because sometimes it is still just the intent is to tell a specific story and there might be some like horror elements to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like inherently it might not be like, oh, we're trying to make you, you know, piss your pants kind of thing. But it could be we're just telling you a story with some shit that sucks in it and, you know, sucks for the characters that we're yeah, witnessing yeah, yeah. the story of. Um, you know, or, uh, you know, that it has like some scary element. So I feel like it can kind of fit just like the, you know, the job could be, you know, to tell a story with hoary elements. The job could be to show a bunch of brutal kills. Yeah. You know, we kind of go into like some, you know, body horror, you know, really gory kind of stuff there. So I I think it's just a, does it, um, acknowledge what it's like job is going to be maybe in one of those categories and how well it leans into that. Okay. Maybe. Um, so in that first thing right with style so you know you say fairly like it should fairly early kind of tell you what it is going to be yeah yeah which i say that but how many horror movies have we watched where the first 45 minutes are just backstory and context and then right (laughs) this is true yeah but that that's that can be a deduction. Yeah, cause that's that's <clears throat> right? the, the job is to tell a story with those horror elements because we're getting all of that context around it and not just jumping into people getting chopped in half. Right. So, basically, like main question: What is this? Right. Uh, you know, slasher, thriller, jump scares, yeah. sort of, right. Some of those are just, hey, let's hang out for an hour and a half and just throw shit on screen to make you jump. Right. Uh, how early is this established? Okay, yeah. Yeah, how early is it established? Not to, like, step on you, but then I think the other thing I wanted to have kind of with that, or that ties me into that um, real quick, is just, like, does this movie forget what it is? Right? 
you know, again, like you said, like sometimes it takes 45 fucking minutes right. before they, you know, figure out. So like, you know, th- so does this movie tell you what it is early and like sticks to it? And then, you know, like, does it just forget what the fuck kind of movie it is? Or are we, you know, focusing on like subplots of, you know, teenagers banging and, you know, <laughs> you know somebody's dad's mad about it or some right. shit like that well, right? no, it's 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 a good point to bring up because i think you know there's some of those movies where it's like a hey, interesting the first 45 minutes of this have nothing to do with the last 45 minutes of this like they're very inconsequential and separate from each other yeah so it's like do we feel like we're experiencing the same story all the way through or does it feel like at some point we've entered you know an upside down world where now it's just all the spooky stuff is happening. Yes. Um, so maybe it's just the, you know, how is the, does the story like gradually introduced and stay consistent or does the horror aspect of it stay consistent throughout the movie? Or do we suddenly just enter an alternate dimension where shit's scary? Right. Does this feel like the same movie all the way through? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, that'd be a good thing to bring up with some of those horror movies because it's like, you know, can we determine at what point we could cut the movie and be like, none of this had to matter. <laughs> like, at this point is where this movie started and we could have rewritten the first, you know, 30, 45 minutes, whatever of it. All right. I like that. Yeah. So, all right. What, what's your next point? So, What's your next two since I stepped on you? No, you're fine. So, kind of in that same vein, right? So, like, is is the, the story, you know, overarching or at least the end result of the story entirely inconsequential in universe? Um, so, so, basically, the does it matter by the end of it? So, I'm putting this kind of in the round of does everybody die at the end and then there's nobody left alive to keep the story going, the tell of the legend you know, there's no twist at the end that's like, oh, there's going to be a sequel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, does does the story itself or does the end result of the story uh, matter? Like, would anybody know? So, like, so in this in this instance, you're saying like the like the legend of the scary thing is an important thing moving forward. Well, just that, like, if 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 something terrible happens and then nobody knows about it, did it really happen? Kind of thing, you know. Mm. So it's just like a is is there any reason to think that like number one, like if, if everyone just you know if there's like a you know a group of kids out that nobody knows where they went, and then we killed them all, yeah. Like, it does it would it ever matter? Like, would anyone ever find those kids? You know, if they said, oh, we're gonna be in X and we're at Y, they all die we never find the bodies or whatever. Mm -hmm. No, there's, there's no dot that would even after the credits roll, you know, connect it back to where it doesn't matter. There would never be a sequel based off of, you know, anyone finding these kids or the legend living kind of thing. So maybe it it puts it in the category of a, could there be a sequel? Should there be a sequel kind of thing? Mm -hmm. Cause if nothing, it really ties up our, our not at the end, you know, if there's nothing meaningful by the end of this and just everybody's dead, it's like, cool, everyone's dead. Now what? Like, what happens in this world now that these people are dead? Like, do things remain haunted? Does the serial killer still remain at large? Like, what happens next? So maybe it's just a uh, something around that. Hmm. Okay. Does it make it a bad movie if the legend can't move, live on? Or a bad ending, rather? I, I think the plot has to kind of, like, make that meaningful in some way. Like, if you were accidentally... Everybody be, like, it has to make everybody being dead meaningful. Yeah. Like, if that is the ending. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, if it's just like a, oh, spooky thing happened, everyone dies, you know? If, if, if I have to think about, like, that world, that universe to where that spooky thing happened, it's like, 
like the world just continues spinning. Like nobody's going to know that this crazy thing happened. So why does it matter that I know this crazy thing happened? Right. Kind of thing. So I, I guess I just think a little bit about like the the real world impact. You know, it's kind of neat when we see those sequels and there's like news stories about them. You know, that we see from like the movie prior, where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, bodies found in X Y Z, and you know, stuff like that, where it's like a you know, actions consequences the story in general just matter later and not just for the length of the movie. Okay. So, within the universe lasting impact or if there isn't lasting impact is that meaningful in some way yeah so so like if we're thinking like revenge horror type plot right we're basically like you know the whole goal of the villain like okay so i could see where that could be established of like what if the scariest thing to this person is like you know having died and no one knows where they are and like maybe they have like someone dependent on them and you know like but they you know chose to go do their one thing but i I guess even so that's the lasting impact real world impact right Right. so okay so practical impact of the story like okay okay it's it's kind of like trying to think of how to word it right yeah yeah because obviously that it can't be like you know a two paragraph thing like <laughs> so kinda <laughs> if you think about it really so um does the story matter to the world okay yeah does the story matter within within that world right yeah does the story matter as far as the ending sequel potential. Well, see, well, that, but like, you don't want more points based on like sequel potential, right? Because right. half the time sequels fucking suck. Yeah. Right. So, like, how uh, as far as the ending, family members slash survivor stories, uh, impact on them, uh, slash community impact on community. Looking at you, Camp Crystal Lake. Exactly. Impact on community. Uh, aka Camp Crystal Lake, right? Okay, I dig that. What's your next one? Sure. So next one's a little bit more general. So this is just around uh, visual effects. So practical versus digital, how well they're utilized kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we've seen movies like Alien 3 where we decided to go down the CGI route and get too an early. alien that it was way too early. looked like dog shit. Yeah. Uh, we've seen some practical effects that look just, you know, hands down, absolutely dynamite. Also in that universe. <laughs> we have seen practical effects that look like garbage. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think that's an, an easy category for us is just as far as any of the, the special effect, visual effect kind of stuff there. Um, what was used, how well was it utilized and, uh, based on the year too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. you always got to keep that context yeah. in mind. Yeah. That's funny. I also had that in there. Yeah. Or you special effects utilized to full potential. Yeah. Right? You know, inherently again, I'm, I'm going off just some of the recent ones we've kind of talked about, but uh-huh. with, uh, uh, you know, child's play, yeah. um, the, the Chucky doll was animatronic stuff. 
Right. Um, they had like six different Chucky dolls. You know, they, they used all kinds of different strategies to get it to move and, you know, kind of do stuff in a way. And, um, you know, outside of me not enjoying the Chucky movie as much just from a story perspective, yeah. um, the, the practical effect <laughs> perspective there is extremely, extremely cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's that's kind of where my, my mindset is coming with that type of thing is, you know, you regardless of the story, anything else, you could have, you know, some level of practical effect or, you know, special effect digital. Um that just really fucking nails a scene or, you know, it's used repeatedly, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's, that can be meaningful. So, yeah. And yeah, I mean, cause that's the thing like budget may play into that, but it's just like, well, how appropriately did you use your budget? Did you go get some like, you know, famous person to be in this movie? And then, you know, that, that uh, in turn made you have less budget to put on the stuff that right. does actually matter to the movie if you're making a fucking slasher movie. What like, was the the James Bond movie that had the shitty water because uh, they decided to go full CGI? Which one was that? Oh, uh, Spy Who Loved Me, right? Like, he pops out of that submarine and then... Uh, I was say, like, is that the one where he had, like, the where he was, like, surfing kind of thing across the water? Like, it was... Oh, oh, the Brazen movie, Die Another Day. Yeah. There is a scene in Spy You Love Me where he, like, he, like, pops up on this, like, out of this submarine. It's, like, before the end of the movie, like, before, like, the, 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 the main conflict at the end, right? But, like, he pops out and he's kind of like this and you can tell it's, like, the worst green screen ever behind him. Uh, no, but, yeah, Die Another Day, <laughs> uh, they melt all that, sh- all those, like, icebergs and shit. And he's, yeah, like, surfing in the water's like, this, like, shade Dude, of blue they, that you've they never tried, seen. They tried so hard to sell it like it was, oh, like, yeah. the coolest technology. They they uh, they had the, the special features me and Tyler were watching, and they were talking about it. And, like, they were so impressed with themselves. Oh, yeah. And it sucked. Like, and some of that is just from the time. Right. But, like, man, was it just the wrong call? Yeah. It, yeah, no, really. Um, uh, okay, so one big thing. <clears throat> And uh, surprise, surprise, if you listen to any of these, um, Halloween seems to be my go-to on this thing. But the first Halloween movie, I still think is just, like, one of the best. Dynamite. Do we have an established main character we care about? We establish, in Halloween, Lori, as this girl who's seemingly a decent person, puts others for herself, you know, gets good grades in school, babysits, like, does does a responsibility, seems to be a decent enough friend, right? Um not to say like the others deserved to die per se, uh, but you know, operating within those like horror movie rules, she did not right? commit a cardinal sin. <laughs> she did not fuck right or you know go try to fuck, um, which is like a big no no in a horror movie, right? We don't do that here. Um, you know, whereas her friends are you know a little more irresponsible, careless, put themselves in compromising positions. Lori watches the child that Annie's supposed to be watching because Annie wants to go bang her boyfriend. Annie gets dead. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so there's that whole deal, right? So, uh, I feel like a big problem with Friday the 13 movies, having just watched six of them is we have like a, almost a different main character every fucking time. Um, we barely know the main character. We don't give a shit what happens to them. Um, you know, we don't really do it. Yeah. You know, whereas we were saying, so like, it is kind of a double edged sword, right? The whole thing about like. Um, you know, doesn't forget it's a horror movie. Do we just do a bunch of character development? But like, we still need some level of it, right? They, right? We still have to care about the person who we're, you know, kind of using as that viewpoint. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tight wire, or what, what do they call it? A high wire, trip, high wire, 
you know, what, what do you call that? The fucking circus. The, uh, tightrope? You, yeah, you're walking a tightrope with that, right? Like, you don't want so much that it feels like it's just a movie about, you know, oh, fucking, we all date people. Yeah. And- Unless we're specifically doing this from, like, the the thing's point of view, right? Like, if sure. we're, like, from the horror elements point of view, yeah. and that's the point, you know, sure, maybe we don't get as much backstory, but typically we usually frame this as just, like, an inconsequential person who gets a tiny bit of backstory, and then we kill off all their friends. Right. Lori. Right. Uh, you know, but you gave a shit about Lori, and she yeah. was protecting the we, kids, we had and that her was her main priority. She, she owned up to her role. They're creating mistakes for her with, like, you know, now she's responsible for both kids, you know, she was injured. She's running across the front yard yelling, help me. You know, no one seems to be coming out. But, like, Lori is, you know, our our, our girl. Like, you know, we're, we're in this. We're rooting for her. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's an important part. Like, I mean, right? So would you say that's an important oh, part? I, so we need. I'm 100% aligned there, yeah. Okay. So do we care? Is Well, first of all, is there an established main character? Yeah. Important. Right. Uh, cause that's another thing I feel like, uh, again, it's all going to be in like what I've watched recently. Like, as you've been saying, like just stuff we've watched recently, first thing that comes to mind, but, um, you know, Friday the 13th, we don't even know who our fucking, you know, last survivor is going to be. Yeah. Um, you know, n- until back half, back 30 minutes of that movie. And you couldn't have guessed you know? it. There, there was no reason to suspect any single one of those people, except for Kevin Bacon. You knew they were going to kill him off. <laughs> <laughs> but if, but for everybody else, like you knew, he gets too much pussy, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just against the rules in this universe. But yeah, you just there is no way to be able to determine, you right. know, up until it just happens and the story gives it to you who the final survivor is going to be. Yeah. So established main character, and uh, you know, do we give a shit about them? Yeah. Um. So one of the things I definitely won't think should be on there is uh. Catharsis is where I definitely don't think. Should De- be on no, there? I definitely do think oh, should be okay. on there. Sorry. I heard definitely don't think, and I was like, "Well, why are you saying <laughs> this shouldn't be on here, anyways?" Um, <laughs> How much cotton candy's in the movie? It's very important to me. Very important to me that's not on this list. Yeah. Um, but uh, catharsis is a good thing to put around horror movies, right? Okay. So that's around just like the you know the scary things are happening; they're present in the world, and then kind of that release you get from it. So whether it's, you know, everyone being killed off, whether it's the good vanquishing evil, it's the sunrise at the end of the day, you know, last survivor kind of thing. There, I think, has to be just like a, uh, I guess, that kind of like positive or just very like not tying conclusion around things. That's just like a, ha, ah, you know, it's just it, I, maybe that clean wrap up after the, uh, you know, the climax kind of thing. But just something that really settles I guess the climax and puts it in a way that's like a, you know, all was right with the world. All's calm on the Eastern front kind of thing. Um, Necessary or like, cause I also feel like, okay. So like end of Halloween, mm-hmm. you know, he goes and looks down. Michael's gone. Yeah. Right. Like fun twist. Now There's that's still obviously the... leaving open for a yeah. sequel. Right. So I guess but. there's still like that impending doom, but there is still kind of like that um, because he's gone. It's still like that good has vanquished evil kind of thing because he's no longer like an imminent threat, mm-hmm. I guess. So maybe it's just the way that it uh, even if it's just postponing, uh, you know, the the entity, whatever it might be, 
that it still feels a little bit like a victory. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's that's kind of the the category around it. But I understand. Yeah, there's definitely going to be movies to where it's like the point is that it's not like a clear you know conclusion. There's not a clear victory. It's a little ambiguous to leave open either you know final you know seconds before the end yeah. twists uh, or that. But um, yeah, gotta be gotta be something around kind of. So in was there. there like a so like was there a final like like the big battle right like final boss battle yeah i guess kind of what you get at right like um hmm. say it again the different words <laughs> um does does good vanquish evil or um no, because it puts it more, I think, into like a category rather than the criteria, right? See, I feel like the, it, it puts it more into this, like, I feel like that's more of a thing if we're going for like a hero's arc. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, I mean, it is horror. Mo- it, it is horror. Yeah. Right. So I don't know that we need like the big release. I think, honestly, like a horror, like anything in this genre probably gets bonus points if you are still on edge of the whole movie and if like by the end of the movie you know michael myers does get up and walk off and you go like oh shit. oh you know like yeah. if you left the movie go like still uncomfortable i think that like i think that's probably like but i don't know you know we'll we'll put these together yeah sign our point values but i think that's like kind of a bonus points thing almost you know yeah no i see where yeah. you're coming from there <laughs> okay uh, which, yeah, that's the thing I was saying. Factor of being uncomfortable suspense, right? So we can kind of go into that. Um, not to be cliche. Going back to Halloween, uh, Michael's always kind of present. You know, he may not be killing you the whole time. But he's nearby. But he is adding something to the movie. Of You know, we're always kind of looking. Hey, whoa. She's looking out her classroom window. He's just he's just standing there. You know, like there's all like he's always kind of present. Um I don't know what point value we could assign to that and what have you, but like, I feel like that is a factor, right? Like, how whatever. Im- how impending is the doom? How impending is the doom? Sounds like a fucking great opening line for that, for sure. Um, how impending is the doom? And uh, the other part of that being so, like, you know, depending on whatever its gimmick is, like whether it's the slasher thriller, um, you know slow burn type deal uh you know like is it still ever present like you know in these movies like i feel it probably shouldn't you probably shouldn't be over comfortable you know unless that happened to be like you know the choice the movie was making of like hey let's like lull them into you know everything's fine yeah Yeah. you know maybe we had a, a a general scare in the beginning but like okay let's lull you back to sleep here everything's fine and then oh shit you know um yeah so you know how impending is the doom is really a sweet line (laughs) honestly um (laughs) i don't know you see where i'm coming from though like how how would we um kind of figure out our uh our 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 boundaries in there yeah 
is this something to where it's like we're gonna accept that it only shows up like you know once every 45 minutes and it only happens when we need to move the plot forward in a certain direction or is this like a you know we are constantly seeing the entity the horror aspect of it nearby yeah. um you know kind of driving the uh you know what's gonna come what's gonna come what's gonna come even if it, so even if it's just driving it for you like because the characters can go through yeah characters have no idea we've seen movies know. where you know the the surviving character uh like didn't even know the rest of the movie was happening until Friday an hour in exactly <laughs> god we can't we can't get away from the recent ones but it's such a good point right yeah it's like you like the the, the final character or even just any of the characters like they don't know the rest of the movie is happening yeah like there's no impending danger for them they don't know that they should be scared they're going about their daily lives yeah you know that's not very impending doom from that character's perspective but for, but us, for us knowing that they're taking them down one by one yeah impending doom yeah so how how impending is the doom uh do you spend a good bit of the movie or i won't write it yet do you spend a good bit of the movie kind of being nervous for this are you bracing for impact or right okay yeah even better yeah you know are you bracing for (laughs) it how impending is the doom are you bracing for impact uh you know is this character like, you know, constantly in danger, whether they know it or not. Right. Yeah. How do you spell unbeknownst? I think I got it. <laughs> I got faith in you. There's no uh, spell check on this notepad. So yeah. God, fucking... Sometimes if you shake it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Just corrected. Uh, yeah. Even unbeknownst to them. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, we'll, we'll, figure out what shit's worth but yeah um okay yeah we got um so next one i had around i'm not sure how to put this one but it's uh kind of around like how much mystery is left over have we revealed all of our secrets around the thing Mm -hmm. or is the thing still like an ambiguous you know like we don't know enough which i think should be points off honestly like it's i think it's fine to leave some of that to guess during but I think by the end of the movie, like that, we got to have a good that's idea. That's the conclusion I think that you're talking about earlier. That's like some conclusion I would want, right? Yeah. Like, what? What are the rules of this thing? Which is kind of like the thing we were talking about last week, right? Like, you get a thing, right? What is this movie's thing? Do we know? Like, what are the rules to this scary thing? Yeah. Right, that kind of tie. I think those tie in together, right? Yeah. What's it allowed to do? What's it not allowed to do? Does it yeah. get superpowers at the end just because we are out of screen time and we need to wrap something up? Right. Does the hero get superpowers out of some fucking reason to wrap up the story? Yeah. So, like, I would say, what's what's the what 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 are do we know the rules? How well do we follow them? Yes. Do we make up? our own rules at the end because we want to conclude something yeah finale rules yeah <laughs> uh these and these and plot holes you know could be points off right yeah there should just be a plot hole section because <laughs> like how many fucking I, plot holes can we shove into this movie right could be points off because like i don't think plot holes always should be points off but like you know how egregious are they right you know like was it like well 
you know, they shot him in the head, but here he is. Mm-hmm. Like Looking this, at you, The Last of Us Part 2 with Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. Um, all right, yeah. How many more do you got? Uh, I got just a couple. Um, so I feel like the uh, like the sound of music should definitely be something. You know, do we have a good score that kind of accompanies the tones that we're setting for this? Or Halloween? Yeah, <laughs> man. If you have a theme song for your movie, like you are already off to a good start. Like yep. just just fucking do it. Get get some people in the studio together, write a banger, and then just drop it in the movie fourteen times. Like there's there's no way around it. It will always land. Really? Yeah. So score. Right? Yeah. Score yeah. is just important. How well I think how good the score is slash how well it fits the tone of the thing. The score you know, fit. if we get some, you know, some trap Tone-wise. beat or something uh, versus, you know, some some eerie, uh, you know, uh, piano notes, um, you know, depending on the scene, it could be effective and still work. Right. Um, as far as being, uh, uh, you know accompanying that tone properly yeah you know some of those hardcore murder scenes you get a little bit more aggressive music and that's kind of lit um but you know if you have yeah i don't know it just it just has to fit the scene properly yeah i mean do you think with halloween like you know every time you see like you know michael's kind of walking along like you know i mean yeah it just lands yeah Anyway, okay, so the score fit, and then, um, yeah, go ahead and just empty yours out here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so one, I think we can kind of, kind of talk about this a little bit, but mm-hmm. around something that's, uh, is it original or at least creative if it's reusing something that's like a, you know, an already established, I guess, formula, um, you know, and kind of having a little bit of a, uh, mindfulness around the time period it came out of but you know is this somebody else's movie with a different coat of paint basically or you know are we creating something new do we have a new concept um you know are we doing something fun and interesting or are we you know doing the tried and true method of things originality originality it's a good thing to just have you know Mm -hmm. a category around i like it yeah because even if it's a them using something that we're pretty familiar with, but like they do add something to it that makes it cool, that elevates it to some level, you know. Or if it's a cover, right? If you will, uh, like say the Rob Zombie Halloween, like is it doing it justice? Yeah, you know, like are you putting your own spin on it while like still paying homage to, you know, the the, the what came before, right? Oh, the thing you wrote down over here last week when we were kind of talking about it. Uh, you said, like, how good slash satisfying are the kills and scares? Mm. That is important. Which I feel like is kind of tough. Which almost not, goes in with the special effects, kind of, yeah, right? Because not, not every movie is going to have, like, a ton of kills. Um, and that might not necessarily be the highlight of the horror we're trying to exhibit. Um, so I don't want to necessarily put that as its own category because sometimes it's not about the kill. It's about the fright. Yeah. Um, but... I, I do think that probably would fit more so under the, the, the practical effects because for a kill to be a good kill, mm. it's got to look cool, it's got to sound cool, it's got to feel cool, and the, the cinematography that comes along with it you know, has to be impactful. So I think that uh, that might nestle in with that as opposed to being its own thing. Yeah. Is 
Oh yeah, and the other thing you had kind of that we had jotted down, talking about what I had already was the, uh, you know, how well it utilizes its you know one thing, its gimmick, whatever. Um, so like, that's definitely something to add to you know what our parameters are, right? Yeah. Of like, you know, is there lost potential on something they could do with the gimmick? Not a horror movie, but for example, um, you know. Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones, right? The whole magnet thing, you know, they're running around shooting guns and like, you know, lost potential there on like, you know, bullets just curving away. Can't they can't shoot Indy because unless they fucking shoot over here and he's over here, right? Right. Like, is there a lost, you know, lost potential for something super fucking cool? Um, I think is important to to do that, right? Yeah. And honestly, that comes a little bit even with uh, are you following your thing's rules, you know? If, right. if if we have rules set up, are you following those rules or do the rules not apply just to fit the scene? Yeah. Just going to jot lost potential down here next to that one. Yep. And then, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, th- I think that's it um, because we kind of know. Because the other thing I written down was like, you know, you're talking about um, – you know, is there, are there too many weird things? But, like, we're saying, what are the rules? Like, we'll catch that, right? If yeah. there are too many weird things. Like, that's obviously, like, well, we established this, and then they added laser eyes, mm-hmm. and that didn't make any sense. You know right? what? Cabin in the Woods. That was too many things. It was too many things! Absolutely! <laughs> you know, I, I really felt it like... some interesting things just as their own set pieces, but, like, man, too many things. Honestly, yeah. Um... I think one last thing it could be, and definitely goes in like, uh, probably we partner along with like the hell impending is the doom, right? Like, uh, also like, is this, and it's sort of, you know, really it kind of brackets in with, you know, what are the rules, right? Because, uh, like how realistic to life is this, right? Like I feel like Michael Myers, you can kind of tie into real life. Yeah, right. There's He's a guy just with a big a knife. ass dude. Yeah, that could yeah. be anyone. Uh, Exorcist can be like kind of scary because like whether you believe in like God or not, right? You know, you might have some, uh, you know, belief that there's ghosts, such things. You know, Spooky, demonic scary possession, skeletons. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, like just the prime example there. Like, you know, so like how close to life is it? You know, and like, you know, does it make you hesitate to turn your light off when you're going to bed? Yeah. Type of thing. Does it is stick it with you? Is it too far away from real life? Have you yeah. not stepped in an elevator since you watched the movie Devil? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> relatable almost seems like a weird <laughs> thing to say. Uh, But like, how close to home is it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Something we can jot down. Could this happen to you? How close to home? Uh, realism. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now we can, like, we can just kind of go through and... So, in review. Number one is plot. Number one A. Could we signif- cut significant chunks and get the same story? That's worth up to a half point. 1B is a story inconsequential to its universe. That is up worth up to one point. 
one uh, C. What are the rules? What's the gimmick? Do we have too many gimmicks? Originality with gimmick? Have we seen it before? Lost potential on gimmick, aka this is just a placeholder. Crystal skull bullet magnets worth up to two points. Uh, D. There are changes made at the end, aka finale rules, just to wrap something up, worth up to point two five points. One D or whoops, one E. Got to change that one. Uh, plot holes are some are accept. Some are acceptable, but there is a difference between lazy writing and a coincidental plot hole, worth up to 0.25 points. Uh, are the special effects utilized to their full potential given the time period where the uh, kills, scares, satisfying, or left a lot to be desired, uh, worth up to one point? Uh, 2B uh, score, does music fit the moment, worth up to one point? Uh, number three, uh, do we have an established main character, even if the antagonist of said horror movie is the main character? Uh, do we care about them? Good character development, etc. Worth up to two points. Number four, how impending is the doom? Is the character or characters constantly in danger or even unbeknownst to them? Even unbeknownst to them. I should say if even unbeknownst to them. Uh, how close to home is the doom? Example, guy with knife or tremors. Uh, guy with... You know what would be better almost there? Guy with knife equals scary in real life, right? <laughs> <laughs> how close to home's doom example guy with knife equals scary in real life yeah that fits worth up to two points okay i think we got it all right so let's do the math real quick make sure uh 0.51 one and a half plus two would be three and a half plus 0.25 plus 0.25 we'd be at four uh, one point, one point, we'd be at six, two, we'd be at eight, two, we'd be at ten. So, we didn't fuck up the math. Yep, content crisis up crew to 10. can count to ten. <laughs> Even with decimals. <laughs> All right, cool. So, I like this, uh, and we'll probably drop this, you know, we're going to cut the shit out of it, because there's a lot of gaps and such. Uh, but, you know, we'll probably drop this Halloween, you know. Uh, you know, just in time to not use it on any of our <laughs> horror movies that we uh, reviewed uh, <laughs> all month. But uh, that's fine because we'll use it in the future and we're going to try to change up uh, some of the shit we do month to month anyway this coming year. I have some ideas that we can also talk about after we're done. But uh, yeah, so cool. Hopefully you stuck around for this. Maybe it's not even a fucking podcast because we did just talk a lot. It might just be our horror grading sheet. <laughs> but uh, you know what? We recorded it, so there's proof that whatever. All right. Uh, online, yahoo.com. Uh, you know, fucking inquire about why we made certain decisions. We love to talk about um, what certain people, you know, where certain people think we're wrong on this shit, right? Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Cons of Crisis, you'll find us. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Uh, thanks, bye.